Good morning to you. Welcome to Get Up With God. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dylan Maverick. So glad to be with you this morning. Thanks for joining. Hope you're having a great morning so far. It's just started. It's going to be a great day today. We'll grab your Bible. Let's pray and uh, get into the Word this morning. Hope you're having a great week. We're almost to the end of it. Thanks for everybody that's joining live. If you're joining by audio podcast later, thanks for listening. If you are watching live on Facebook, thank you for being on the oldest social media platform on the planet. If you're on Twitter, thanks for joining. Twitch, thanks for being with me. And glory to God. Let's get started in the word, shall we? Open with me to John 10. That's where we're going to start today. And uh, we'll get into the, re- the reading of that scripture in here in just a second. But uh, so much interesting stuff coming out this week in the news and uh, just across the globe and everything that's going on in our country. But thank God that we have a Savior. Thank God that we have a way out. There's a way of escape for us. Uh, Jesus, when he left, he left the comforter, the Holy Spirit. And so you should be comforted in times like this. Not because you enjoy these things or the things that are going on in the world. Dylan, what's what's going on? I'll help you today if you don't know what's going on. I'll enlighten you on just a little bit. And But we should be comforted. Especially if you're a Christian. We should be comforted in these times. You know, you don't have to be burdened down with the things of this world. You don't have to be... You don't have to be stressed and uh, filled with anxiety on the things that have happened and things that are happening. Um, We can rest assured in the peace and the love that God has for us and uh, rest in that. And that's so good to know. We can enter into rest. That's great news. Maybe we'll read that in Hebrews 10. Maybe. But welcome to the show. Thanks for joining live with me. I'm so glad that you're here. If you're on any of the platforms, thanks for watching. Let me greet some people, and then we'll get into the scripture here. We're turning into John 10, and then I'm just looking through some of the other scriptures that I've got. I pulled up some from yesterday as well, and then we'll look at some of these for today. Glory to God. All right. Well, do you have your do you have your Bible? Do you have your coffee or your caffeinated beverage? A lot of questions I've been getting asked what I've been drinking. Um, I had a copyright issue on YouTube. <laughs> um, someone I guess reported me on YouTube. Um, maybe they just didn't like what we're, what we're talking about. I don't know, but I got reported about a copyright issue on my YouTube channel channel youtube channel not channel but youtube channel and uh it came back all clear i got like three e- i didn't even know it happened i just got three emails that it cleared they were like hey your copyright youtube wrote back hey your copyright uh issue is resolved no we don't see any any issues and i was like great i didn't see any issues either i don't even know I don't even know what the copyright issue was. I guess I could read it in depth a little bit more. But anyway, I drink these um, 
these uh, sparkling ice beverages and uh, I'm not affiliated with them or uh, I'm not pushing them as a promotion or anything like that. I just really like them. They're healthy and I'm trying to get a little healthier. And so, but people have been asking me, um, you know, what are you drinking? What is that that you drink on there? So anyway, just wanted to let you know what it is. So if you wanted to get it, you can get them at Publix or grocery stores near you. So um, John 10, let's turn there. Let me greet some people and then we'll get into the scripture here. But good to see everybody this morning. Thanks for joining, guys. It's so good to see you this morning. Wow, look at all the comments. Good to see you guys. Randy, good morning to you. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Mom, good, good to see you this morning. Good morning. Love you. Best, good to see you this morning. Thanks for joining live. Mama Connie, good to see you. So glad that you're on this morning. Ruth, good to see you this morning. Thanks for joining. Amanda, good to see you this morning. Thanks for joining live. Donnie, good morning. Amanda, you need to get your husband up to watch with you. Right? Like, wake his butt up. Donnie, good to see you this morning. Thanks for joining, man. Jared, thanks for joining live. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you being here this morning. Mandy, good to see you. Amen. I agree, Bess. I agree. Danielle, good morning. Uh, Danielle shared a, a fantastic testimony with me yesterday and um, God's favor in her life. Um, but God's moving. Hey, you know, God's still moving on the earth for his Christians. Glory to God. You know, why, Dylan, why do you got to say stuff like that? Because I got to get ready for the day. I got to remind myself of the goodness of God and what he's done for me and what he's going to do for me. That gets me, it builds my faith up, right? Gets me, gets me some motivation and encourages me. Um, encouraging, encourage, encouraging yourself in the Lord is a good thing. You need to do that. Elaine, good to see you this morning. Thanks for being live. So glad that you're here as well. Claudette, thanks for joining. <laughs> That's awesome. Keith, good to see you, man. Thanks for being on here with me. Good to see you. Keith and Becky, thanks for joining, guys. Well, let's get into the Word this morning and uh, get our day started here. So turn me into John 10. Um, well, before we read the Scripture... <laughs> I want to put these up real quick so you guys can see some of these clips. Uh, I put on there, why, you know, why is, why is by
you know, what does this mean? You know, uh, <laughs> did you see the guy in the background? Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> well, what does that mean? I mean, um, you know, what, uh, and, uh, what does that mean for, uh, for the uh, for the country, you know, Biden's approval rating. What does that matter? You know, the border. What does that matter? Um, the reality of it is, uh, sorry, I had a news article pop up. I was seeing if I wanted to share it with you guys, but I don't. It's not very relevant. Um, but Biden's approval rating. Why I brought that up? You know, he's the he's the leader of the free world. He influences a lot of people in our country, whether he likes it or not, whether he's uh, intelligent or not, whether we think he's intelligent or not, that's, that's irrelevant. But the decisions he makes, imp- I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say influences, um, he impacts a lot of people by his decisions or whoever's making the decisions for him. And uh, But did you see the guy in the background? Hold on, let me put it back up. Did you see this guy? Look at the guy with the... Look at the guy in the background. I just think it's so funny. Look at his face. He's so annoyed. But uh, anyway, what, what does it? You know, what does it? What does this mean? So, so the, a lot of the decisions that he makes, the approval rating has gone so low because of the decisions, and it's probably not even him making the decisions. You know, we've heard so many speeches and things where he can't even clearly, and the VP is even worse. I mean, what a waste of space. But the the, the she's the the team of them, both of them, um, maybe they could team up and formulate a um, cognitive sentence that makes sense uh, that we can understand. But he makes some of these decisions and makes some of these calls that you know is influenced by a political party for certain gains. It's not for the benefit of the people. What in the world could stopping a uh, asylum block, how can that help the people? Just, I need to know, of America. How could it help the people of America? If you can't answer that question with an intelligent answer about how a decision will help the American people, why make it? What benefit is that? Well, it's a humanity issue. We're not, America is not a humanity country. Americanism, America is a United States country. If we can't take care of our own things first, it's like any other thing. Like we, last week we talked about uh, an individual had to step down from his place. And, and I think it was the right decision for this pastor to step down from his church because of, of let's call it what it is, sin. But because of the issues that he got into in life and all the things, that was the right decision because his house wasn't in order. If your house isn't in order, what business do you have helping someone else's house? Well, if our country's not in order, what business do we have trying to promote and help another country get into our country? Look, there's political reasons behind it. And I can understand... um, I can understand um, what the what the heart is for people that are hurting, 
Um, but there's certain things we do that restrict uh, danger for the country, for our country, for our people. And opening up certain things in the guise of we're trying to help other people. Well, at what demise? What, at what point do you stop helping and start hurting? Where, where's that that line? Where do you draw the line in the sand? And we're kind of tackling these issues. One of the biggest ones, of course, uh, you know, that we need to deal with as parents, as Christians, is protecting the young children. You know, there's no doubt, you know, the uh, the youth, the young children, you know, we've got multiple youth uh, programs at our church. We've got babies up to infants and, and um, I guess you'd call them toddlers and things up to youth age a lot of young adults in our church and and these people the way that those that ge- those multiple generations from babies all the way up to young adults are what formulate who the next generation of people are and they know that that's where the influence starts if you can influence young children if you can influence the youth then you can influence a nation. You can impact the nation because they eventually grow up. Their their idol their ideologies, their philosophies can begin to grow, and then now influences a nation. And each family has a responsibility of instilling the proper things into that family. And I'm talking about the Christian family. I can't account for the world that is lost, but as a Christian family, we have an obligation to instill the right things into the children into our children so that as they grow up they have the right things to they do the right things and i actually saw the clip of that teacher in florida who's super offended that he can't share with his kindergarten class what him and his partner do on the weekends so that it can open convert is what he said it can open up conversation with his class and his students about sexuality about how people have feelings for one another what in the world if that isn't grooming some tell me what grooming somebody is if that's not grooming somebody if that's not grooming somebody give me a better example of what grooming somebody is You can't. That that is grooming somebody. You're instilling in them ideas and uh, concepts of to explore. I don't need to explore any concepts and ideas. I need to explore the concepts and the ideas of the Word of God. So let's turn into John ten ten because I want to get to a foundational thing because it's not just about pe- this isn't about people. Like a good example is like Joe Biden as president is clueless the guy has is absolutely if you see conversations that people record outside of a uh teleprompter situation they ask him questions he's clueless he literally is not uh doesn't answer intelligently when you know that and you realize that and then you see him behind a setting in a uh, a press conference or something and then he starts responding to people off the cuff but then he makes comments like, I, I shouldn't say that. They told me not to. This, there's influencing, there, there's somebody influencing his decision making as well as his responses to certain issues. That's the same issue that we're dealing with right now across the board of humanity. You've got to understand this. You can't get mad at people. I'm not mad at Joe Biden. I feel bad for the guy more than anything. I feel bad for the nation, but I feel bad for Joe Biden. He's influenced, he's under demonic influence. 
And the way that people get under demonic influence is they don't, they aren't aware that it is a demonic influence influencing them. They don't know where the source of it comes from. That's the whole idea. We go, we can go back to Adam and Eve in the garden. The serpent was a normal animal that was in the garden. The serpent wasn't Satan. The serpent was influenced by Satan. How do I know that? Jesus said, uh, God said to Adam, have dominion over the beasts and all the, well, the serpent was categorized into that and was influenced by somebody else, took got dominion by, uh, over by somebody else. Satan influenced the serpent to speak to Eve and, and put ideas in her mind. We'll turn there in just a minute. Let me get the scripture out. John 10, 10 says the thief comes. So John 10 and verse 10, the thief comes not, but to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Now listen to this. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own whose own the sheep are not, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches them and scatters the sheep. So there is an enemy. We have an enemy today in society, uh, Christians, uh, unsaved ones. The world has an enemy working against it for three reasons and three reasons only, according to Jesus. So if you have another philosophy other than this, then it's a, it's contrary to Jesus. And it's really not that interesting to me and really doesn't mean anything to me. The thief comes not, but for three reasons to steal, to kill and to destroy. That's why the thief comes. A thief doesn't come to influence ideas. The thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. And that's not what Satan's idea is to do is to influence ideas. No, no, no. He, he, influences people and gives them the idea to influence other people and then the objective of that is death destruction uh stealing life that's what the influ that's what that influence does by the people that he he gets in with and so if these ideas can creep in these ideologies these openness to concepts and ideas can creep in well, that tells us now that there's an opportunity for there to be destruction and things to be stolen from us. Turn with me into Genesis. I've belabored this point, but I, I can't get off of it. You know, it keeps coming up in my spirit. And so I want to, I want to drive it home here. Let me pull up one more scripture real quick. Turn to Genesis chapter 3. And then let's turn into James. So first turn to Genesis 3, and then we're going to turn into James here in just a second. This is helping me too. I'm not, I'm not just, you know, talking at you. I'm, I'm do, I do this is my study time. I'm just, everything that's going on inside of here, 
I'm just sharing with you. That's why I do these live things like this. Um, when, when, when I, when I'm studying, these are the things that are going on up in here and I'm just letting them, letting them rip. So, um, Oh no, we don't want, let's turn to Genesis three for, I'm looking at this James scripture. Let's turn to James three first. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, ye hath God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Stop. So we see the influence of, that the serpent is trying to have on Eve here by influencing her thinking. That's all he did was pose a question. Well, that's, isn't that what God said? That's not the point. You're missing the point here. Hey, you know, do you think, do you think that, uh, do you think that a, a boy can like another boy? Well, what seems like a harmless question to a young person, do you feel ever that you are just not in your own skin, that you're, that you don't feel right in your own skin? These kind of questions and introduction to thoughts are what birth evil inside of somebody unintentionally. So the people that are doing these things in our schools, in our government, and in our, in our news, you see it all over the news a lot of times. Is your boss giving you a hard time? It, it, these introductions to thoughts, to feelings, to this is where it begins with influence from the enemy. Is an introduction to a thought. What does it say in Proverbs? As a man thinks, so is he. So what it's saying is as your th where your thoughts go, you begin to follow. Because what starts to happen is out of your mouth now, you things start to come out and your life, what James says, we're, that's not where we're turning in James, but in James, uh, uh, James 2 and 3 talks about the... Um, the tongue being the vessel, it steers the whole vessel that, that rudder, it steals the whole boat. That little, that little tiny piece steers the entire vessel. Why? Because it contains all the power. And if a thought can get in, that's what generates words out of your mouth. Once the thoughts get in. And so how do thoughts engage? How do you, you ask a question, you propose a thought, you propose an idea to somebody. Well, what's wrong with, what's wrong with, uh, just not feeling like you're, you're yourself, you know, is there, do you not feel, listen, it, it all goes back to that. Why does everything have to be about the five senses? Because that's what this world is based on is their five cents. It's all they have. There's no reality to them. They don't have a reality of spirit. They don't have a reality that there's another life. 
that there's a second birth, that they're more than just a flesh creation. They don't have that concept that everything that the human body does, everything that humanity does is based around their feelings, their ideas, their thoughts, how I feel about things, uh, because they don't have a new birth created. There's no spirit created. So they don't have any concept of that. And yes, if you've been saved before, you can go backwards. That, that recreated person can, can start to diminish away and your flesh can become the more dominant person in your life. And these thoughts, did, did God say you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Well, he did. Why would you even ask that question? If you don't have a plan behind why you're asking the question, why are you even why does it even need to come up? You could just reference you you wouldn't have even known to ask the question if there wasn't a basis upon to that the, the question to ask. Mo, that's where most people stumble up is they are caught up in five senses touch taste smell see feel uh um hear they're caught up in everything all of that but it takes a real reborn rededicated christian spirit life that christ has has filled regenerated brand new to put those feelings to the side and every once in a while you got to battle the feelings you you have them but that's what starts influencing people is their where, where think all this this stuff comes from well you know i i might be um i might look like a man and i have all the man parts but i feel i just feel like a woman or you know a woman i f i just feel like a man who cares? Who cares what you feel like? Besides you, first of all, nobody cares what you feel like. You know why? Because the compassion and passion that you have for your own self, everybody has the same passion for themselves. Nobody cares more about you than they care about themselves. The only person that did improve that was Jesus. Gave up his life for us. Not just died on the cross. Lived his life perfect. No one else in, in history can say they've done the same thing. That they lived their life from zero till the day they died. Sinless, blameless for you, for me. He's the only one. Now many have given their lives and we're thankful for military that have given their lives and sacrificed their life. And we're, we're thankful for those people. And they have given up their life for us. But they didn't live all of their life up until the point that they died without regard for themselves ever. No one's done that besides Jesus Christ for us. Because he bought what we our life at a price, and it was his life. He bought us. And so at the very least, if it's not because you want to and you have a passion to, you owe it. It is an obligation to the Christian to put down your own life. Turn me into James. 
James chapter 1. Uh, I believe we're going to turn it to 12. James 1, and, well, let's go, no, no. Let's go to James 1 and 14. But each one is tempted. Here, let me turn here and here as well I like getting Dake's footnotes out of this as well but let me read out of the uh, New King James James 1 and 14 but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed then when desire has conceived see this is a process you got to understand this this is a process it doesn't start bad it doesn't start at the bottom and then get war, or uh, it doesn't start at the bottom and then you know it's destruction as soon as sin happens destruction happens no as soon as uh, sin is birthed death begins but you may not see the total effect of that sin for some time the total effect of it you'll start seeing things but listen each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. And let's, let's just finish this in verse 15. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's full grown, brings forth death. James 1 and 14. So it says here, uh, when he is drawn away by his own, drawn away of his own lust and enticed, uh, he's got here uh, three definitions of lusts. You could have three lusts of man, lusts of Satan, and then desires of God. Enticed it means to allure. Do not be deceived by supposing that God is the author of sin or that he, he or that he impels any man to commit it. Whatever is good comes from God who never changes. Now listen, whatever is evil comes from Satan and fallen man who are bent on doing whatever gains a selfish and sinful end. Nice job, Dakes. Finis Dakes. Nice job. That's a great definition of it. But that's it's what we're talking about. The desire goes back to the man's pleasure. What what we want, what we desire. Well, Dylan, it's not sin, so I don't say if I hear that, I want to like scissor kick somebody every time I hear somebody say, Well, it's not sin. 
So it can't be bad. It's not about it being sin. It's about what does that lead to as well? Is it, is, is it a gateway drug for you to get into sin? Because you don't intend it to. No one, no, I shouldn't say no one, but most Christians aren't going to go out and intentionally fall into sin. It's going to be pulled away and enticed them because it's seemingly harmless. It doesn't seem like it's a bad thing. What's the big deal? I don't see it as an issue. Why is it such a big deal? Because that's the, that's the ploy of the enemy is he introduces harm, seemingly harmless things that in the end breed death. And we can't, that's why I'm so passionate about this. There should be no gender bred people posters in the classroom. And I want to be aware of it before anybody teaches it to my kid. If it's not, if it doesn't have to do with academia and in, in, uh, instructing them on math, science, and not really science, go, you know, if you want to be a scientist or an engineer, go to college and, or get a you know, further education. But if it's not about English grammar or math, you know, I really, you know, sometimes even history, there can be little drops of influence and grooming in there and, and you know, what they're opinionated, what the teacher's opinion is and, and this kind of, you know, bull honky. I'm not interested in it for my daughter, for my family. That's why this bill that's passed in Florida should be a, a nationwide thing. Why would the, why would anybody be against the parents being educated on what, what, what the teachers are influencing the children on. Why would anybody be against that? Because they're, they want to influence the children seemingly in a harmless way because it seems like it's for their benefit. No, no, I know. I know that I know I'm, I'm, I may not be smart as, as smart as some people. I may not be as intelligent as some people. I may not be the, the most, uh, um, articulated person to where I can um, structure a conversation the best way and have all the right pieces to a conversation. But I know one thing, I know what the word of God says, and I know what the foundational things are that God has instilled in us once we become born again. What don't you understand about that? You've been born again. You've started a new different life than the past life. It doesn't mean you just gave up old things. It means you've started a new life. You have a new direction now. And I, I, I can tell you for absolute certainty that there's no wavering in this scripture from Genesis to, to, the, to the maps. There's no variation in what God has said. It's very, very simple. And John 10.10 10 sums that up. The thief doesn't come but for three reasons. is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And if any of those things are going to happen it's going to be birthed in influence which is seemingly harmless which doesn't have any sniff or smell or odor of death destruction or stealing that's how those things will enter into our school systems those things are will enter into the children is in a seemingly harmless way that doesn't have any scent or odor of death destruction stealing or anything negative it'll all be powder coated in we care we love you
We, we, want, we want the best for your feelings. But if you're not, but if you aren't sharp on this word and you don't know these things, you'll be, you will be steamrolled in this society today. And little things to you will be major things that impact people's lives and impact your life. And the devil will keep it on this. Not a, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. What's the big deal? It's not a big deal. It's not sin. It's not smack you in the head with a bag full of oranges is what I'll do. So anyway, love you. Thanks for joining me this morning. But Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. So I choose to live that way. I'm going to live the way he's created us to live. And I'm going to live a life more abundantly. And sometimes it takes going down to go back up. You know, if you've created a life for yourself that you wanted in the own way that you wanted, sometimes you have to go back down to go back up. doesn't mean that God's not blessing you, but sometimes you're in your own way and you've got to get rid of the things in your life. And they're not all sin. Remember that. It's not just what's bad, but sometimes you have to get your own life, your own feelings out of the way so that you can submit to his and then he brings you back up to the top. A lot of people aren't willing to do that, but I, uh, I believe that, uh, I believe that I'm talking to a group of severe believers this morning. I mean, who gets up at 6am to study the Bible? Thanks for joining me this morning. Everybody that's on Twitch, YouTube, um, awesome things. I've got some new podcast stuff posted. iHeartRadio on Spotify now, Apple podcasts. I'm working on getting all that stuff advertised so I can get everybody linked to it. Um, but overwhelmingly excited about Apple podcasts, got those going up daily, check them out. If you haven't had an opportunity to watch, you know, all the different videos that we've done and then listen real quick before you hop off. I know when I get to the end here, everybody starts kind of signing off, but listen, before you do, if you have any news or information you want to share or want me to talk about or want me to read, send it to contact at dylanmaverick.com. And send me some news, information, tag me and stuff on Facebook, on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. Um, let me know. My, my, you just look up Dylan Maverick. I'm, I'm the only one, I think, on the planet, especially with a CH at the end of my name. But let me know if there's any articles or anything you want to share with me. Um, of course, you can go to my website. All the different platforms are on there. Excuse me. This stuff makes me burp a little bit. So I apologize, excuse me, but hope you have a blessed day. I love you so much. Thanks for joining me live and I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Everybody that's with me live now, thank you guys. If you're watching by audio or listening by audio or watching later, thank you for joining and watching. Uh, be sure to share and like the post. Um, uh, let, let it get exposed out to other people so that they can see it. So hit share, go ahead and hit the like button while you're on and um, be back tomorrow morning or finish up this week strong. Thanks for joining. Love you so much. See you tomorrow morning, bright and early. Forget up with God. Love you. Bye-bye.